Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are we recording right now? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm getting levels, but yeah, we, we don't have to. Well, no, we can. Okay, well, now we now now we officially are recording. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the How To Podcast. How To Podcast. With this Luke- episode... I'm Luke Anderson. That is Sunshine Yellow. That's Sun. Uh, yeah, you can call me Sunshine today. You can call me Sunshine today. That thing uh, is bright. Woo. I, you know, the funny thing is, is I haven't broke it out. This is the first time I broke it out. I was feeling, I was feeling some kind of way this morning, you know? Yeah. Just, right. I, like, it's one of those things where, you know, if, if there is no sunshine, you need to be the sunshine. I, I need to tell you something. I'm going to Alaska next week. Yeah. I looked at the temperatures overnight and daytime high temperatures on average five degrees higher every day in Alaska than they will be here in Portland. How about that? Really? Yes. And there is no flood warnings up there. Well, last year we went on the same trip. So this trip was the, this was a trip that I took last year. Yeah. This will, this will tie nicely back into what we were about to talk about, which is golf. My brothers and I are all very mediocre golfers at best, at, at best, but we enjoy the game. We, we go out as a force of three brothers plus me makes four. We go out as a fearsome foursome. We play uh, very meh golf. We have a great time. So we talked about for years going to Alaska to play midnight golf because my birthday is at the end of June and the summer solstice. The longest day of the year is June 20th. Yeah. All of these things. So last year we decided we're going to go to Alaska because I turned 40. So we go up there to play golf at midnight. We bring some fly rods. We bring some spinners. We bring some gear to try to catch some fish. Well, we get up there and uh, it ends up being the salmon run for uh, the sockeyes in the Russian river. We end up going there. We end up falling madly in love with the scenery and the fish and the whole thing. And we were not outfitted for salmon fishing. We no, you're outfitted for golf. 100%. Dad, like collectively spent like four hundred thousand dollars at the uh, B and J's like bait and tackle shop or whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it was. There, there was some it, like we didn't. They have a sportsman's warehouse. They have like Cabela's up there. Whatever. No, we went to like the local Alaska Outfitters or whatever, right? And they spent all their money. They bought waders and we brought new line and lures and like whatever. They geared up. So this year we're going back, but we're all outfitted. Like I got a, a nine weight fly rod and I've got like 30 pound test. I'm ready to go. 
Last year I had like a four weight or three weight, whatever. Like it, it's so old. I don't even think it references what it is, but like if I put 30 pound test line on that pole, I would, I would have snapped it in half. My brother snapped yeah. the, the end off of his. He had an eight weight and snapped, snapped the end off the top of his uh, catching sockeye in the Russian river. Very, very cool trip this year. Five degrees warmer on average. Last year we landed back in Portland. Okay. On the 27th of June, the day before my 40th birthday, okay. we landed at 7 a.m. It was 95 degrees Oof. at 7 a.m. That, uh, that was the heat dome last year. It was 117 yeah. degrees on my birthday last year. Yeah, like yeah. They was, and this year, this year, we're sitting in the Pacific Northwest, and we have had the wettest record for April, May, and June so far, wettest on record. Yep. Yep. It's been crazy. And we're ha- we're only halfway through June. Yeah, we only have it's, it's a mess. crazy. It's absolutely insane. It is a mess. Um, so speaking of golf. Speaking of golf. So I did not golf last year. However, I and that was strictly just whether it was the divorce or just getting accustomed to Wait, don't you get divorced so you can play golf? <laughs> I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> The, 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 the priorities shift. Oh, I understand. Okay. Okay. Priority shift. So I didn't end up going golfing at all last year. And that was probably the first year I haven't golfed ever for, I mean, at least 10, 12 years now. Okay. As an adult so, person. Like, yeah. I, I, I typically golf a good handful of times. Um, like one year, cause my birthday is also at the end of June. Um, wait, what day is your birthday? The 30th. Okay. And I'm the 28th. So, Hello, fellow cancer. Yes, yes, sir. Doing our thing out here. I have another good friend that has a birthday. Uh, I I say good friend. I, I keep up with him. One of the few people from LA that I keep up with. He's an actor. And every once in a while, he'll show up. Uh, liquor store clerk in Sharknado. He was on some viral video in some ridiculous show that I watched the other day. Every once in a while, my friend Steve pops up. But he's also the thirtieth of June. Yeah, yeah, I've got a handful of, of uh, yeah. in my family. Like, actually, I was born on the same day as my cousin. He's an, I'm an hour older than he is. Oh, how about that? The exact same day. That's a that's exact a thing. That's pretty yeah. cool. Crazy. Anyway, so yeah, normally you golf, but now I golf. A, I golf a bit now. See, for me, golf was important growing up as a child. Right, okay. like I'm going through high school. Tiger Woods is a phenom at this point. Yeah, like he. My senior year, I think, was the year that he graduated Stanford and went pro. Which, what year was that? That's 2000. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that's the year that he ultimately decided to go pro because by 01 and 02, he's winning majors. Like have, you, just, have you watched the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO? I have. It's, yeah. That's a thing. It's a, it's good. It's, it's very good. And that was, and you have to remember that the, the, uh, all right, here's the end of the documentary was like, Oh, just before that car accident too. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> like more chapters to yeah. be written on that guy, but Holy cow. What a life. Did you just the opening sequence where his dad's talking about, he will be the Messiah of golf. Like yeah. what? He's Dude. just out there prophesizing. Things. It was, it's, and then it's a crazy life. And the thing is though, he might not, Tiger might not even be striking that well, but if he gets into the, into the weekend, I'm watching. Of course, dude. You don't know, like, why couldn't it be today that he turns it on all of a sudden and boom, he wins his, his next major. This, my friend, this, my friend, I do not question that, that the reason that Tiger Woods is amazing is because he's always been amazing. It's just compelling. He can be 80 years old going out and he'd be like, dude, it's Tiger. 
Yeah. Like, come I, on. Yeah. I'm going to watch him. He'll be in the senior tournament and I'll be like, I got to watch this. Yep. yep. So it's me. He's must see. Yeah. Te- he's must see like, television on, on and off. <laughs> the on and off. Yeah. Dude. Personal. Yeah. Like, dude, like, cause that was, that was the thing. It's like, I, kind of check in on his career. I know what's going on there. Like none of that was really surprised. It was cool to see the perspective that they gave on him winning those tournaments. Yeah. But dude, his personal life was and is insane. Like if you like, uh, there's, there's shades of uh, the Todd Marinovich story in there too. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that one. Todd Marinovich was robo quarterback. Yeah, it's a 30 for 30. Write it down. Go watch that one. Todd Marinovich, his dad was like a strength and conditioning coach for the Raiders or something like that. And the Raiders, Raiders. you have to say like that. (laughs) But he decided that when his son was born, that he was going to do everything in his power to make him the greatest football player ever. And so he like, here's this kid like standing on one foot on a balance beam over like a shark infested tank, chucking footballs, right hand, left hand, doing everything. Right. And Todd Marinovich was, uh, was really good. And then he went to USC and he was really good. And then he got to the NFL and his heroin problem derailed his NFL career a little bit because personally, like trying to equate those things where you have to live up to this expectation of being greatness and then you do, and it's kind of easy. And now like your head's ruined because you don't know how to be a person. It's just, it's to me is fascinating though. The reason that you and I are so relatable is because we were never really that good at anything. Yeah, no, we're, we're 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 mediocre at sports across the board, and so yep. therefore we have we can have conversations, intelligent conversations. Ah, that now that's a stretch. <laughs> we can have relatable conversations. Relatable. I mean, I can't so, speak for you, but I underachieved academically, and I probably I probably oh. uh, appropriately achieved athletically. It was like I my my greatest heights. I, I still haven't printed the T-shirts, but those are coming down the pike. The junior varsity legend T-shirts. Uh, I'm gonna get those. The different Ooh, icons on them. You know what? Junior I, varsity. This guy. I'll tell you what. The, the listeners are going to hear this and be like, no, we're getting junior varsity t-shirts made up. Like, no, no, well, not just junior varsity. Junior varsity legend. Oh, okay. Oh, no problem. Buddy. Make it yeah. happen. Listen, I, happen. I, I, I brag about this all the time. Uh, tell me if you know anybody else that has this resume. Junior varsity the same year as I played sophomore football and I've never left the field. I was a wide receiver, cornerback, uh, safety, whatever, kick return, punt return, yeah. uh, all, all over the field. So I, was, I was very mediocre at football, but I was everywhere. I wasn't, I wasn't fast, wasn't tall, wasn't big, but you know what? I can catch, I catch like a mofo. You, if you throw a football at me right now, I will catch it. That is, that is, this is no joke. Uh, basketball JV team. I backed up every single position. First guy in. Somebody subs out. I'm five foot ten. I would go in at center. I would go in at point guard. I was like, I wasn't good enough to start, but I was like, uh, they're like, Anderson, get out there and don't screw anything up. Like that was like that guy's this guy's acting like an idiot. You get out there and just just don't screw anything up for a little while. That was my job in basketball. So I was every position's backup. And then and then in the same year, uh, I played on the JV baseball team and we played 12 games. And I started one game at each of the nine positions, pitcher, catcher, first, second, third, shortstop, and all three individual outfield positions, nine positions in 12 games. I started, can you be more second best than that? I, huh? I, huh? Personally, I personally cannot. 
uh, for the record, I did get letters in 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 high school. So the biggest mistake the biggest mistake I did was go to play varsity football. It was awful. All I did was get beat up. <laughs> it's yeah, it's still hard. small and slow. Um, on the baseball note, uh, I attended the super regional on Monday. Uh, mm. Oregon State versus Auburn. How was that? That had to have been a great experience. It was, oh, I mean, so. The fun part about the last, so the last two weekends, right? Um, actually, so we had regional for Oregon State against the, the teams and the, the four, the other three teams, and then we did super regional. Hannah and I actually ended up uh, doing a neat thing where uh, we got three tickets for all all seven games. Yeah, that first weekend, and we just rotated with the kids. That's awesome. Going to the games, it was awesome. And Sweet. then last weekend for uh, the super regional, couldn't like I was on. The tickets went on sale Thursday at two. I'm on there at one fifty nine, hitting refresh. Right? Yep. Couldn't even get a ticket. They went so fast. I believe that. But then I got a single ticket on Monday for the the game the the, the, the final game game three. Yeah. yeah, game three. Thank you. And um, love the experience. Uh, obviously, the result not what you wanted. The, the, I think the hardest part is watching another team dogpile in your house. Yeah. That, that does not sit well at all. Especially when their mascot's it, a cat. I mean, kitty, kitty is, cats dogpiling, that's stupid. I'm not even mad that, like, at the end of the day, Auburn was, is there? They, they were smashing balls. They got guys yeah. that can just mash, and that's fine. Um, our guys just didn't ultimately, we had, we had nine runners in scoring position, and we left them all. Like, you can't, you're not, you're not going to win games that way. You're so, not. So yesterday I was at the Mariners Twins game. Uh, yeah. Took uh, my twin five-year-old girls to their first baseball game. So nice. got them got them twins hats, gotcha. twins shirts. Took them up Wait. there. Had a great time. Great time. And we're it's the the getaway day, so it's game three of the series. Okay. And uh, so we went to the day game, and the Mariners did the same thing. Like let off the seventh with a triple, or sixth with a triple, and just. Just not the, five nothing shutout twins. Yeah, it's just that's like tough. all right. Well, I'm a Mariners that's fan. It's expected. Yeah, like that one about the way is way I expected. But yeah, zero zero through six, and it was just like, but that's a problem with you and your beeves is they've done enough that you expect them to go out there and be great under pressure and in those moments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, and there is an expectation there, right? And my buddy, my buddy Joe and I were talking about this level of expectation that we have. How, 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 like, how spoiled are we as fans that we're disappointed when you lose two games in a row? Right. Like, it does, like that doesn't matter what, like, it's regular season play. The fact that you lost two in a row. They didn't lose two in a row. Didn't they win game two? No, they did. No, I mean, in the regular season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they lost one series to UCLA at the end in, in back-to-back games. Um, and ultimately wouldn't win the Pac-12. So it just, like, but that's the, that, that's what we're expecting. Yep. Excellence wise. Yep. And that is what, and the, what I like though, what Joe and I were talking about, what we both like is the Casey era, the Pat Casey era continues of, of, of relative excellence, right? It hasn't, we haven't seen that drop off. We're still getting into the tournament. We're still, you know, we're, and we're, we're competitive. We're very, we can play with these teams. So I like that. And the other thing I'm going to say, and this is just for the PAC 12 in general, the PAC 12 produces some high quality baseball yep. program. They really do. It is underrated. Um, Stanford in Omaha. Yep. Stanford made it. They beat UConn after losing game one. So um, no, it's, you know, the, at the end of the day, 
the baseball stuff is just it's it's a good time like and it's fun to take your kids to the yes. ballpark right yep. here you are yeah. and you get the hot dog you get the batter up burger right <laughs> and it, it's just it's perfect it, it's just yep. what you want and then inevitably uh i will lose my voice at the end of each game um i scream so hard <laughs> so aggressively <laughs> Uh, that it cracks, it breaks, and it's gone for for days. So, See, I'm not that. Day, I, I am not that guy. I'm not the uh, scream at all costs. I'm the like courtesy clap going. Ooh, hey, <laughs> like golf. that. He's just out there golf clapping. Uh, or, or I'm the uh, like turn to the guy next to me and go. Oh, we'll, we'll get the uh, lead off batter on uh, triple <laughs> and uh, just leave him stranded, huh? And he goes. Ah, I had, I had, I, I muttered, I muttered to the guy next to me. I'm paying, atten- I'm paying attention to the game too. And I'm aware of this team's history. And he goes, Oh, <laughs> well, or, or you and the guy, like, so I went to this game solo, right? Yeah. Um, and the, there's a gentleman in front of me. He's probably 10, 15 years older than me. Right. So sure. mid to mid fifties, early fifties. And we're both sitting there and just chit chatting. And it, it, what we're doing is we're playing umpire. Right. Like, oh, oh for no. sure. Like, you, you, like, well, that pitch two pitches ago was a strike. What the hell's wrong now? Like, it's just over and over again. Like, just second batter of the third inning, that was a strike. Now, here we're on the eighth, and that's no longer like, now, huh? now, now we're not huh? calling that a strike. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't care if it's a lefty or a righty. The strike zone's the same. Uh, you know, how it is. Oh, uh, um, that's good. No, that's good. I, I was, I was very excited just to have Oregon State go. Um, I ended up going. Six or seven games this season. That's awesome. It was, it was, it was awesome. a good time. Good time. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Did we finish your golf story? You talking about? No, yeah, I don't well, think we did. Kinda. I mean, it's whatever. But ultimately, at the end of that, we should go golfing. Yes, I would love to do that. We can certainly take time. I have, you know, I have my own fitted clubs and all that fun oh, stuff. So. Oh, look at that you! Was, yeah, that was a gift from uh, a gift from Hannah for birthday. Nice. Almost, boy, that's maybe 10 years ago now. Yeah, here, here was the deal that I made with my wife is I realized every time I left the house to play in uh, City League basketball or in, uh, like, I was playing in a couple softball leagues. Yeah. Every time I left the house, she would go, don't get hurt. And then I left the house to play golf, and she goes, have fun. <laughs> and I go, you know what? I've noticed what's going on here. I'll make you a deal. I will stop playing basketball, stop playing softball, uh, but I'm going to spend t- way too much money on golf clubs. And she's like, deal, deal, done Take deal. It. So, yeah. So now I am, I am getting better at ball striking. I am getting uh, better uh, individually with each one of my clubs, uh, including the putter. Uh, yet I still cannot uh, score very well, but I do not embarrass myself as much as uh, some do. So, you know, it's, me, it's me, a great game. It's a blast. I enter each hole assuming say that again. But no, I'm not. I heard it as soon as I <laughs> just said it. Just say that one I'm more time. Just that. just say it clean so we can just cut it out. <laughs> say it with a little more confidence. I enter each hole. <laughs> but I assume I assume that I'm going to three putt on every single hole. Oh, there you go. I need to get there in two. <laughs> there, well, but but what you're doing is you're setting expectations. Yeah, yeah. The expectation is there. Yeah, I was three yeah. putt. Let's make this happen in two to get that. to the green. So that. that's like you want to talk goals. That's goals. Uh, right? That's good. That's goals. Yeah. No, 
know, know your strengths, right? Well, yeah. Well, I, the, the funny thing about putting is it's just such an inaccurate science uh, to measure. Like, I, like we played the other day. I was playing with my the, the fearsome force, and me and the three brothers. I just like the name, just so you know. Oh, like, it's... Speaking of t-shirts that need to get printed up. Uh, so, but my brother Paul is gripe. He's like, man, you haven't missed a putt all day. And I'm like, yeah, but they're all to save bogey. Like, he's like, he's like you haven't missed a 10 foot putt all day. Like, and I was, I was at the putt. Dude, yeah. I get, I get a, in position for a birdie putt and uh, I managed to get a bogey as well. So it's like, come on. It's just, it's one of those things where, yeah. and it's not even that there's more pressure on it because there's almost more pressure on that bogey putt. Cause you're like, dude, I need to save this to, you yeah. know, whatever. And, but then you, for some reason with a birdie putt and I, I did hit one, but like for the most part, like you get up there and like, I, you never want to leave it short. So then you run past it by a mile and then now your comeback putt is, is, is long and just, it's a stupid, stupid game, but it's a, it's a hard head game too. Oh, like, yeah. it, it, like, I think that golf is one of the more mental games. Like it is yes. very mental, very mental. And it's just so much, it's so much you, whatever yep. anybody else, even if I, I never played competition, but it ultimately does not matter what is happening in the competition field. It really doesn't. Yep. You just have to perform. Well, <laughs> the, the, the thing that I enjoy about the game as I get older is it is there is that element of it. And I very rarely get through a round without slamming, tossing or full on chucking a club dropping like a uh, expletive laced uh, little rant as I walk up the green. But what I've learned to do is then immediately wipe that from my, yeah, uh, like, all right, all right, we're just moving on. We're just moving on. Yeah. And I, I haven't gotten to the point where it's like every shot is you know, the, the, the most important shot is the next shot, whatever. But that, that, uh, the, the way that you can understand yourself and the way that your brain works, yep. there is a, a delight in that game and that the challenge of just going, all right, what, what the hell is, what now, are we trying to accomplish here? In this fearsome foursome, um, like I imagine like here, here you have brothers standing yep. on a green together. The one brother misses the, the, the three foot putter for, or the three foot putt for par. Yeah. Is there a, one brother of the three that are in, in, in attendance watching this putt happen? Does one of them say, uh-oh, here comes the putter throw? Like, like Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that lines. That, yeah. I mean, yes. Listen, Happy Gilmore is the, uh, is the go-to reference point when we're out there. So, yes, that comes up all the time. But the, um, the funny thing about it is none of us are good enough to, to make it too tense. So, honestly, it's like, oh. A lot of, you know, we're all kind of rooting for each other. Nobody wants to see anybody miss. We don't, we don't play for high stakes. We don't put up money on it. We just go out there and we have a good time and you want everybody to play well. And the, but the funny thing is, and this is something that cannot be corroborated right in the moment. I always play worse when I play with my brothers. I always like, and I don't play worse than them. Like the other day I, 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 you know, won by five strokes. It was walking away. It was pretty easy. Uh, at the end of the day to be like, yeah, check the box. I'm the guy. What I'm trying to do is get them to keep a handicap so we can go out there and actually be like, all right, listen, if, if I, cause I'm an 18, I'm not any good. Uh, but I'm like, dude, if I'm an 18 year 22, you get four strokes on this course, like take them. Like, why not? And then we can play a little bit more competitive, but that's one of the things with golf that is there and available for everybody to use, but it's hard to get people to buy into it and just go, Hey, we've never done it. I recommend it. It's cost like 50 bucks or 70 bucks or whatever to register for the year. It keeps track of you just punch in the round that you have and it'll calculate out and go on this course. You get 19 strokes. If you're playing a scratch golfer. 
But if you're playing against, you know, somebody that's equal or a little bit better than you, but like if I go out and play with, I'm going to play uh, this weekend, you know, and I'm going to play the guy that's a nine. So if I get, Dude, I'll take 10 strokes. I don't have any shame in it. You go out there and, you know, if he wants to, you know, put a little uh, game into action, he has to play better than his average. You have to play better than mine. Yeah, let's do it. Makes it fun. Yeah, it, to- it totally does. And that's that's the other thing about the game is it's is, there's nowhere else you can do that and be like, all right, <laughs> Lebr- LeBron, we're going to play one-on-one. And my handicap is uh, my height, my speed, my quickness. So we're going to tie one arm behind your back. You're uh, you're going to yeah. be in a wheelchair, uh, and you can't shoot with your dominant hand. Let's go. Yep. Like, you can only kick it. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably still kick my ass. Like, come on. Like, it's just one of those things where there's not really a sport where you can go out there, even the playing field immediately. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you play, if you play, I don't know, eight times a year. Fourth, keep an handicap. That's what I would say. That's good to know. I yeah. don't. I mean, I, I'm already haven't for a long time. Well, and the other thing it does, the other thing it does is like, so the other day, like I'm, I'm, I'm not running away from the field by any stretch, but I'm, I'm kind of comfortably ahead of my brothers or whatever. But I go into the last two holes instead of just going like, oh, whatever. I'll just take a mulligan on that. I'll just drop here and I'll do that. I'm like, well, I'm still playing, playing for something. Let's finish it out. Let's try to hit the fairway. You know, try to keep. And I, and what I always say is like, dude. I'm not keeping every stroke because like I owe myself or the, the USGA, like some, you know, code of honesty. It's like, dude, let's just, let's keep it and see if I can actually improve. And I've only done it for a few years, but you keep track of it over time and be like, all right, let's see if we can get our handicap down in single digits. You know, by the time I'm 50 or something like that, just set those kind of arbitrary goals where it's like, hey, it doesn't really matter. You, like you said, you're only playing against yourself in the course of yep. going out there and having fun. But like, that's something like if I could be, if I could, you know, celebrate my 50th birthday and be a nine, it'd be awesome. You know? So I'm bad. That ain't bad at yeah, all. Yeah, But I've got, I've got buddies that are, you know, that are fo- like floating around single digits and they're, you know, they're better golfers than me, but they don't like shot for shot. I can hit every shot that they can hit. It's not like, you know, it's not like I go out with a guy that's a 10 and he, every drive he's hitting at 40 yards further than me and every putt he sinks or whatever. It's yeah. just eliminating the, the OB. It's, yeah. el- it's eliminating the duff uh, around the green. It's, it's eliminating stupid, take one bad shot and then go out and turn it into three more. Yep. At least three more. Could be five. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I'm, I'm good for a seven and an eight on every side. It- at least one sure but but it used to be where i'd get one and then the next three hole stretch would all be yeah i'm eliminating those but yeah yeah but but that's the worst part about golf now we have a golf podcast welcome to the golf podcast but the uh the worst thing about the game and the worst thing that i do in the game is uh i go out and i'll get advice on how to improve my swing or I'll watch like a YouTube video, get more power. Like here's what you need to do or whatever. And, and you go to make a small correction in your swing <laughs> and it sends it with, but no, but with no practice. Oh yeah. And so then you get up there and you're like, all oh, I have to like, if I could just figure out this one thing. And then by like the seventh hole, your swing is completely sideways. And like, I always tell myself not to do that. So it's like, I never go out there with the same swing for more than like two months at a time. And I'll start to play well and I'll shoot around in the mid eighties and I'm feeling pretty good. And then it's like, but what if I could hit it a little bit harder? <laughs> like that's that my goal now is to be like, just let's just get a consistent swing. You're not going to go out and practice for eight hours. You're not going to hit two large buckets today 
after you try to make that swing. So it's like, figure out what your stupid swing is, go out there and use it and then try to score. But what I constantly get in the kind of that trap of, it's like, you know, if you just drop your hands a little bit, if you do that, you try lowering your, your, just turn it over, lower, lower your right shoulder. Now just try how that feel. And then you hit one good shot. You're like, Oh my God, (laughs) that went, that went 272. My last one only went 268. If I could hit it four yards further every time. And then now you're trying to yeah. replicate it. And it was just a lucky swing. It, and you're an yeah. idiot. And then by the end of it, you're like going, so if I stand on one foot, <laughs> whatever. You get into these. Yeah. It's I, a stupid I game. It's a very stupid game. Do you wear soft cleats? Soft spikes? T- well, typically, I'll wear like uh, the molded molded spikes. I need to get a, I need to get a pair of uh, good waterproof shoes. Yeah, get that dew on you. Nobody likes that. Yeah, well, like I've got those. Some that are like they're water resistant. I go through there. I'm not worried about the dew. What happens is like you're going. You're like cool. There's my ball. It's two steps off the fairway. And what do you say? Wettest April, May, yeah. June. And then you take that one step off the fairway, or sometimes in the middle of the fairway, and all of a sudden you have like a puddle up to your ankle that was not there yeah. that just emerges out of nowhere. That's where it kills you. That's sure. where it kills you, but sure does. Next thing you know, sure. your foot's wet for the rest of the round. It's sloshing every time, every, every time. So, um, anyways, all every right, time. my friend, do you have a, uh, do you have a topic that you would like to educate people on? Uh, we talked, oh, briefly. I don't know any particular topic today, but I thought, uh, I think we could talk about some father's day stuff. Yeah. Okay. So tell so this so your oldest, one. your oldest is what? Nine, 11, 11, eight. Son just turned eight. Way off. All right. So 11 and eight. So you've been doing this twice as long as I have. Do you have a Father's Day routine, demand list? Like what's your... First, no demand list. So a, this, a couple things uh, before we jump into this. And I've, I've discussed this, whether it's in a live or perhaps some TikToks that I've made. I don't like mm, holidays, just in general. I'm not... I'm not Nope. That's what? just not my vibe. Okay. Like, real quick, real quick. No holidays? Pretty much. All right. I'm, I'm getting to the point. And maybe, maybe it's me being sour grapes into my 40s, right? Yeah. It could be. It could be that I'm just getting set. Dude, like, is this like the process of becoming set in your ways? Is that what's, is that what I'm feeling? Ooh, that maybe. maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm, my wife is all in on every holiday. So the thing is yeah, I, I can like tangentially like celebrate every, like I will not, I will not be sitting like in my recliner, like flipping through the channels in the middle of the night with the whole family asleep. And some fat guy jumps out of the chimney. And I go, Oh crap. What day is it? Like, I'm very aware of when all of these checkpoints are yeah. like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, did I eat your cookies? So sorry, dude. And and, and it could be that my, it's because my kids are are getting older, right? Yeah. And and they're the the um let's let's use the, the magic of holidays, right? The potential magic that holidays could be for younger children is starting to is starting to 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 leave that magic part. Is that sad? Maybe it's a little sad, but you know what? They're also growing up, and that's that's fun too. I'm good yep. with that. So this is a, a conversation that I actually had with Hannah as we were approaching Father's Day weekend, because as part of the divorce judgment, right, I get uh, on, on Mother's Day and Father's Day, yep. we get to be with our kids. Sure. That's just how it was going to be written. That's fine. The interesting part, though, is that as we kind of get into the divorce, because we're a little over a year into the divorce now, and we're definitely getting into our groove. I sure. think like it, it's, it's real, really 
uh, fluid, like it a lot. And the one thing that we talked about is this concept for particularly Mother's Day and Father's Day and how these days are designed to be for you, the father, or me, the father. And fortunately or unfortunately, maybe on that day, what I want to do is not be around my children. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is becoming a thing, I think, for maybe our generation is on the is on the on the the latter end of this, but the younger generation of parents, they want they want a day away from their kids for Mother's Day and Father's Day. They don't the the the, the pampering and, and, and all that, it's like that's great, that's fun. I like the cute cards, I like your handprints on the cards, I like, you know, those those are cute things, but we're moving toward I, I kinda wanna be Left alone. Just peace. Have, yeah. have, I'll see you guys when I see you. I'm going to see you tomorrow. The day after Father's Day. We'll have a great time. You know? <laughs> so I am going to see the kids for my for Father's Day on Sunday. I'll, I'll have them over um, as part of it. But we are entering this phase where it's kind of like... <laughs> they just... They, they lack importance. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I actually... So like my wife and I, we met, I was a bartender. She was a hostess at a restaurant for the first, I don't know, half of our marriage. We worked in hospitality, uh, whether I was in hotels and she was in restaurants or movie theaters. Like we, we yeah. were, you know, in that arena, we have never celebrated Valentine's day. Our Valentine's celebration is like, Hey, I think Valentine's Day is this week. Just making sure we're not doing anything and there's no expectations. She goes, check. And I go, check. And that and that's kind of it, right? That's it. Very fabricated. I can see the connection with like Mother's and Father's Days because like in my family, it's just like whoever initiates it, whether it's my sister or one of my brothers or whatever, very, very rarely me. Like the text was sent out like last week. For Father's Day. Hey, dad needs new tires. Everyone chip in a couple hundred bucks and get him new tires. And then he gets like, here's cat. And it was like, we're not get, putting the tires on his truck. We'll put the tires on my mom's car. Cause I, th- yeah. I don't think it was last, this last year, but maybe the year before, but it was like somebody steals her car and goes and put the tires. Cause she's not going to go to the shop. My dad wants to pick out the tires that are going on his yeah, truck. Right. But, <laughs> but like, that's, that's the way that we do fathers. It's like, Hey, yeah, there's a thing. Here's like, and so, and then we'll all get together. But like right now, this weekend, my dad's driving to Alaska during father's day, yeah. which is, there's no way place he'd rather be and then my, my mom's like we should all celebrate father's day like this weekend before he leaves and like no we're going to see him in alaska into like dude the for, guy's doing what he the guy's doing yeah, what he wants to do exactly for but, the father's day but that th- there is an interesting element of father's day in that the expectation of the father for that day whereas it's like I, I kind of like the routine. My wife loves tradition, the tradition of holidays going, here's the things that we want to hit every year. And what I've told her is like, yes, try it, but don't force any of them. Like you can float whatever you want and go, Hey, if this works out, I'm perfectly fine with knowing what to expect. And like, if I could set it up where every year on father's day, I can get up, watch a little bit of the U S open, maybe go and play some golf, come back, catch the end of it, whatever. The only problem, the U S open, they go from East coast to West coast and they Crazy. Yeah. Like if I had my pick, just put it at Augusta every year, make the masters on father's day weekend. Cause then we know the time zone. Yeah. Be a little bit easier, but I digress. 
But if there was like the one thing that I do enjoy about holidays is my wife just goes, Hey, let's, let's do a B C D. And then she doesn't, she on for mother's day. She's like, yeah, I don't want a big deal. Let's just take it easy. So we take them pretty low key, but like every year for Christmas, I get a flannel shirt. I get like new socks. I get a toothbrush, whatever, but it's like, here's the, the checklist. I get a bottle of whiskey or something. So it's like, there's, there's my thing. So I am very good with the idea of as my kids get older, let's kind of set it up where it's like, here, here's kind of what I'm looking for from father's day. And then let's just do it that way. So we, we try to manipulate holidays into that the best that we can. That makes sense. Cause so coincidentally uh on saturday this weekend my father and i we were looking at the tide tables and the swell for the ocean coming sure. up because salmon fishing opens on saturday yep sure enough we got good tide we got good swell dad and i are hitting hitting the big pond like nice. we're yep. we're heading for big pond open water that alone right there i'm good for the weekend yep. that's like it doesn't i don't i yeah that's what i want to do i want to yep. i want to go slay fish that's that <laughs> sounds like a great i want to go slay fish i want to see the whales i want i want to feel the salt water on my hands as i'm pulling the crab pot up from the bottom of the ocean now you're that, talking for some reason for me that's that's perfection right where did you learn that stuff which part all of it your your, your fish trip you said you're going with your dad Oh yeah, where did I learn? I mean, you practice honestly. Just but go with out. your dad. Yeah, with dad. Yeah. I mean, it, it, what's it, your father's it, day? It, it's uh, but the ocean is different. Yeah, the I know, ocean. but you, but you see what I'm saying though. It's like you, that's, but that's your father's day, right? Like you, it's yeah. you and your dad going out and doing that. Now, if your son wants to join in at some point, like oh, and he would, yeah, yeah, no, and my son would he would want to be there. The, yeah, the issue is actually that that particular day we got the ocean pretty dialed in as far as what, like when we're looking at the swell, what will work for the kids to be out on that yep. big. Oh yeah, totally. What won't. Um, because it is different. I mean, it's <laughs> you're there's an element of danger, right? Like yeah. when you're in the open water that way, like just you get, you catch yourself a, a rolling swell that catches a wind wave that, that breaks. And all of a sudden, it breaks over the bow and you're wet. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not fun. Well, that plus calculating, uh, when a boat turns into a vomitorium, uh, compared to just a boat ride. That's also, I think Absolutely. pretty, pretty valuable information to have. But yeah, so dad and I are going to do that on Saturday. I'm totally down. And yeah. so that kind of sets up my Sunday for probably just kind of laying around recuperating because on Saturday I will have gotten up at probably two 30 in the morning travel to Newport. Yep. Right. Dump the boat, which it's the opener of salmon season. We're not going to be the only ones that really side table, right. Is, yeah. is looking good. That boat ramp is going to have 200 plus boats. Oh, sure. It is, yep. it is absolute chaos. there. So, but yeah, the, the other fun thing about the boat ramp and just father's day weekend is boat ramps. If you want to do some fun people watching, Oh Yes. Go, to go, go, yep. go watch a boat ramp in the morning. Go, Dude, just, the fun, the fun thing is like picking out new guy 
Yeah. Who's no. got like, he spent, he spent $170,000 on a brand new Bayliner. And then yep. he went cheap for some reason on the, uh, on the, on the uh, trailer and yep. his truck can barely pull it because he got the one that looked cool and you could spot yep. the rims a mile away and just go, Oh dude, you're going to get, you're going to get salt water on those and they're going to start rusting, which is <laughs> totally is awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah. And, and you so, just kind of go, Oh buddy, buddy, this is just going to end poorly. I got a story last year. We're at the boat ramp. So the, we have a system, right? My father and I, Yep. I'm the driver typically like, and when I say that, that is I, whether it's his truck or my truck that we take to take the boat over to the ocean, I'm driving. Sure. Cause I want to get there and we're going to get there with speed. Right. Well, let's, let's, if you ain't first, you're last at that boat <laughs> ramp. In my opinion, like, it's just, that's the way I roll. Let's go. So, so and I also, when we get in the water, I, I'm going to be the driver of the boat, right? Dad's going to be the one baiting up the, the the crab traps, baiting up hooks. He's doing deckhand stuff. I'm I'm driver. Sure. El Capitan. So I back the boat down in the water. As I'm backing the boat down, there's a gentleman. Now, Newport has three ramps. There's a gentleman that's backing his, or has already backed his boat down. He has his window down. Right. Yeah. And his, his wife or other significant other, I, I assume his wife is, is captaining the boat as yep. it's entered the water. These boat ramps are relatively professional operations for people that it's, it's in and out. You, yep. you have the system, right? And when you have one person that, that doesn't have their system dialed in, it breaks it the whole thing for everybody yep. else. Right. So suddenly what we're witnessing in this tight space is a boat that has become, it's now turned perpendicular to the rest of the oh. boats. And, and she is frustrated, right? And you can see that things are about to, to, to not be good, right? Yeah. Like she's going to, meaning that she's going to either hit the dock or she's going to hit the ramp. She's, she's hitting something with, with, with impunity. Right? Yeah. It's, with force. So, he, it, I can't remember what he says. He, he, he's hollering out the window to her. First off, big mistake, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You're not, you, don't, you don't want to be yelling out the window to your significant other who's in a high stress environment. Yep. That's not going to go well. She fires back, right? She fires back with the, you put the boat in the water, right? Just, just uh, drop. And I mean, the whole boat ramp can hear this of interaction, right? No joke. This lady jumps out of a boat that has no other <laughs> jumps out is in in thigh high water oh. right and just walks up the boat ramp in disgust away from her husband oh my god who, is, who now has a truck and a boat and a boat both are in water oh, and fuck. one has to be commanded at all times. This, like I just, I just sat there just watching that for a second. Oh. And meanwhile, the best part is at these events, right? The sheriff or the state trooper is going to be there as, as they're, sure. they're checking, yeah, yeah. They're checking, you know, they're doing their job. They're not looking for criminal activity necessarily. They're just doing their job. Yep. Yeah, anytime I've enter, ever interacted with a game warden or, you know, yeah. whoever, they are there to help. That's a funny thing. Like, so the, like the Russian River, like we made sure we had all our paperwork. And I don't think they checked anybody's paperwork. They're like, buddy, do you know how to cast a fly rod? And they're not like helping people and yeah. doing the They want, they, they not only want. They want everybody to have a good time and come back. And and the more populated an area, the more important that fun 
and everybody gets along stuff is. Exactly. Yeah. So now we've got a bobbing boat unmanned at the boat ramp, right? Just clogging everything up. We have a gentleman that's trying to grab his boat with a little, a little like dock hook, right? And get it over. Mad wife is storming up the boat ramp. Yeah. The officers are watching this interaction, right? (laughs) And I believe by technical law, it is illegal to leave a boat unmanned and un unharnessed sure. a ramp. Like it's like there's actual a law written about that. Yeah, it's it ends poorly for everyone involved if that yeah. happens. So the the officers come down, right? And and they're they're interacting with the 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 male, the husband of this. I don't believe they wrote him a ticket, but I also never saw his boat. In the ocean. Oh yeah, I'm confident of that. Well, so, he's he's busy filling out uh, divorce paperwork. Uh, <laughs> geez. Yeah, he's on the boat. His yeah, he's gonna lose a uh, half of everything that he has. I, I, I'm just telling everybody, if you want to do something fun on Father's Day, go pop yourself over to a boat ramp and just, <laughs> just set up a lawn chair, have a cool chair, have a cooler full of beers. Show. Something something is gonna pop off. I yeah. guarantee. You're uh, gonna have a good time. That's um, fantastic. I've never, I've never had anything much crazier than that at a boat ramp. Like, you know, you'll see those videos where a car loses its its parking brake and oh, yeah. the whole boat and truck go into the into the into the water. But I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, but, but you just just seeing a truck uh, in uh, breaking surf up to its hood. It's yeah, yeah. That's uh that's, that's fun. That's I've something. That. I've yeah. seen that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, you didn't know that these tides change on the six hours, huh? That's so weird. Yeah. Well, or, or it's just they, like that, you know, like you said, no parking brake and all of a sudden it's rolling back in the yeah. ocean. It's like heading for it. Gravity, yeah. gravity plus, uh, my take on father's day though, is do what you want to do. Right. And if, if you want to spend time with your kids, take your kids out. That's fine. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying don't, but I feel like as I'm getting older and more introverted, I'm good with just chilling on yeah. The yeah. I'm with you. Say I, for me, I think it is cause I'm two, five-year-olds, man. I'm, tr- I'm in expectation setting mode Yeah, yeah. where I kind of need to make that decision of what I want to do. But now remember yesterday baseball game, just me and the girls, it, no, wife wasn't there. It was just dad and two little girls went up to watch a baseball game. We did everything awesome. we could to make sure that they had a great time. Yeah. Uh, and it was a blast. Week after, I'm going to Alaska with my brothers and my dad. So I've got that going in there. So for me, it's just deciding, all right, if I get a free Sunday, what does that feel like? And it's like, and and it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like you, you mentioned before we started recording, maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, is that you've got a buddy that's going to Disneyland or a a guy that you work with. Yeah. Yeah, That's going to Disneyland for Father's Day sounds terrible. It sounds like a lot, but having my kids make me mediocre pancakes while I watch golf. He's not bad, dude. I'm down for that. He's not I'm down bad. like a bloody Mary, some like, you know, some, uh, I will some raw in the middle waffles, whatever the, like, if I have one thing that like the, if I'm going to boast about business things, like, yeah. like being proud of my business and the business that I operate and, and own, the, the thing that makes me the most proud is when I know that they're going on these vacations, right? And then I got to help facilitate that just through the work that I do 
they get to purchase homes and go yep. on big vacations. I, th- those are probably more, my more proud moments as the business owner um, that, that they have that time to, the, 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 to go do that. Right. They, we're in the middle of summer. Go do Disneyland, man. It doesn't yeah. bother me. They're like, yeah, we'll lose three days of sun. It's, we'll find three days. It's fine. It's not a big deal. You're more George Bailey than Mr. Potter is what you're telling me. I think so. Yeah. 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 That's what you want. Yeah. Help people, help people accomplish their goals and their dreams is a great way to kind of lead as a business, uh, as a businessman, it'll, the rewards will come back to repay you in more ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And like, even like before the, you know, this, before we jumped on for the, uh, the podcast, I actually ran a check out to Jamie, the, the painter. And, yeah. uh, the, the deal was, is like, typically I pay him on Fridays. Right. But he was leaving today. Yeah. And he, so he texted me last night. He's like, Hey, can I get my check early? I was like, yeah, dude, no problem. Of course you need, take your spending money, right? Yep. It, go do your thing. Not a problem. So no, it's, uh, I like those, those are the, the instances and like, and even like my buddy, uh, not buddy, buddy and, and, uh, painter Pablo, uh, I just found out that he just purchased a little over a hundred hectares in Mexico. Hell yeah. And he, and he's got 30 cattle on it. Like, nice. How big is a hectare? Uh, two and a half acres. So it's okay, that's what I thought. Okay. So like yeah. almost 300 acres. But his plan, right? His plan, his dream, and I love it, is by 2025, 26, boom, he's done. He's bouncing back to Mexico and he's not he's not here anymore. Like Dude. that's what he he wants to be living, raising yeah. cattle, doing that that part of go. life. I'm down for that. Like that hundred percent. Like if, and if you can help facilitate people's dreams and aspirations, that's a big deal. Like yeah. that's that's a big deal. You're you're impacting their life. That's neat. So that's fun. But yeah, the Father's Day thing, go do what you want to do. But <laughs> I can roll solo. Yeah. Well, again, well, you, you didn't start early enough. Right now is the time. My, my kids are as impressionable as they will ever be with uh, a level of understanding that I think can uh, that can be imprinted. This was the whole point of taking a baseball game yesterday. Did you know how much time we sat in our seats and watched the baseball game? Oh, probably very little. Like half an inning? Yeah. <laughs> However long it took for them to eat their Dippin' Dots, which I realized was a huge mistake because I was like, I thought they were the ones that were like the little ice cream covered in chocolate or whatever. No, they're no. just like, no. Yeah. I was like, no, we're not. A, yeah. That's a drumstick you're taking. You're taking. No, no, drumstick. but they have like the dips. The, what, the, the, there was a thing. Anyways, those, they're not, okay. they're not. So I let the kids eat those. Then they got a little bit cold. And I was like, oh, they got the kids area and stuff. But yeah, we're at T-Mobile Park up in Seattle. They've got like the kids play area and they've got like the kids like zone where you can go and hit wiffle balls and whatever. And so we, we watched the first inning and then we went up to the kids zone where they were chucking baseballs around, hitting them off the tee and stuff. Then we went over to the kids play area until they got hungry. Then we went up and we had, uh, we, we had two well, we had 200 level seats. So there's like, it's all enclosed. So we didn't even have to sit outside, but I sat and watched a game. They sat and ate their food. And then I, I was just like, sweet. I'll just take whatever you guys don't finish. So set there. Then we go yep. meet the moose. Then they go back to the play area and guess what a great time at a baseball game. Now, and it, will they, will they realize that they didn't watch any of the baseball game? No, next year comes around. They could be like, we want to go to a baseball game. It was so much fun. Yeah, and right. then next year, next year they'll watch three innings. Yep, maybe. And then the year after that, they'll go back, and then they'll 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 age out of the kids area 
but we'll still make sure they have fun because you just do that. So I'm in expectation setting mode, which is listen, whatever they make me this year for breakfast, which is I fully expect. do, Do you, do you really think that I have an expectation that two five-year-olds are going to make a proper bloody Mary. There's, <laughs> there's no way they get the ratio of bloody Mary mix to vodka, right? The first time, right? And they're probably going to, they're probably going to shake it, not stir it. And they're going to, they're going to make a big mess with the bar set. Yeah. They're going to probably either they're eat, There's no way they put in the right amount of Tabasco. They're going to get the no. salt rim wrong. The whole thing, right? Yeah, there there be no garnish. There's not going to be a uh, garnish. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll, what they're going to do is they're going to put a dill pickle instead of instead of putting in pickled olives or asparagus yeah. or okra, which exactly. I prefer. But here's the thing: when they bring me that, let's be honest, a very mediocre Bloody Mary. You know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to look at them and I'm gonna go, "This is amazing." And then when they're six, it's going to be that much better. And by the time they're old enough to have one of those Bloody Marys with me, they're going to be fantastic. Yeah, and, and they'll be they'll be turning them up just just pop 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 right. Oh yeah, no 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 question. And then and then I'll go. You know what, girls? I this, like this. this this is good. Yeah, this will be my favorite Father's Day because now you're 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 twelve and you can have one with me. I mean, uh, 21. <laughs> 21. 21. <laughs> 21 and you can have one with me. So you know that's I think that's my mode is is I'm going to uh, manipulate my children little by little to make yeah. them into perfect uh, servants one day a year. Absolutely. Is that too much to ask for? A bad idea. Yeah. It's not. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Yeah. Right? Like, like we'll we'll probably hit golf balls in the backyard, the three of us, for like seven minutes this year. Next year it'll be twelve. Year after that, and then you know, by the time they're in high school, we'll go out and we'll, we'll play. Uh, the three of us will get a, a tea time. We'll go out. We'll do that, and then uh, after they make me breakfast. So we're just gonna we're gonna inch our way towards. Like I'll put it. I'll put it in my head. Is is how do my kids? Uh, and then what I'll do is I'll just go, let's, let's put a target date of uh, 2040 on that bad boy and let's inch our, <laughs> inch our way towards it. I like that. I like yeah. the target date. Yeah. Well, Hey, listen, listen, you, you got to listen. We went, we went into kindergarten orientation class of 2035. I don't. Yeah. No, mm, no. Mm. Yeah. So 2035, 2035, we just went to her promotion ceremony because she's going to middle school, junior yeah. high next year, right? Yeah. That like, so we go to the orientation at the middle school for the parents, right? The nostalgia that no. you get, like, just like even the scent of the walkers as you're walking the corridors, uh-huh. like, it's it is amazing how it just. Boom! I didn't go to this to this yeah. middle school. That's not my middle school, but it's this like if if Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski <laughs> turned the corner and came came around, I'd be like, there they are. It's perfect. They just but, did they just did an invitation. The high school that I went to, they're they're tearing up the building. Okay, and they 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 have the new ones pretty much built, but they're getting ready to tear down the old ones. So they sent out an invite for everybody to go and wander the halls one last time. And I, I did not too late and I missed it, but my sister Uh, sent me the invite the day of, and I, but for a second, it kind of ran through my head, but here's the funny thing is you spend so much time there. All I did was close my eyes and kind of picture strolling through that place, you know, and you just kind of, kind of remember it. But like you said, walking into any high school gives you the same nostalgia because we went into uh, what, what is a brand new elementary school. It opened last year was the first year for the kindergarten orientation, but the same thing. They built the new building, tore down the old one, whatever. But I walked in, dude, it's all the same. It's, it's, 
way cooler than my kindergarten was. But dude, I I go back to kindergarten, first grade, and just kind of go, oh yeah. Oh yeah, there it oh, is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like these, like, and then you're like walking around. Like, I'm sure you did this. You walk around and you just realize how little the desks are. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. and you're like, whoa, these are little people. I forget yeah. that. Well, and and then the other thing that you do is you kind of size up all the other kids. That one's picking its nose right now. My girls are, yeah. My girls are taller than half of these boys. You're like, all right, so that's good. That's a good sign. Like, and then you try to like make any correlation to it. It's like, all right, well, they're bigger, stronger, faster than these kids. They're smarter than those kids. They're prettier than these girls. Yes, they're gonna be successful. It's like, dude, first day of school, they're gonna be like, your kids stink. You need to get more showers. I'm like, damn. And here's what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna prepare you for this now because as you enter kindergarten the early elementary years, right? This is where first crushes begin, right? Ooh, they better not. And but yet, that, I, yet I can remember that, Mandy Messenger, my kindergarten like, crush. What did you just say? <laughs> like, yeah. I remember, like, his name was Logan. Uh, his parents are fantastic. Uh, oh, but boy. Wait, crush. you were over at his parents' house? What the hell is going on here? No, no, I'm just, not I'm, just, I'm, just like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, I think I did a bid for them at one point too. But, you know, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like, that's the other thing. This is, this is the thing, you, like, as children, we don't equate this for the parents. So this is just, I'm going to set you up yeah. here. So your children will go through school with the same school-age kids, whether they move through middle school, elementary, all the way to high school. They're going to move through with the same group of children, yep. right? Yep. The thing you won't realize until you, you start seeing them constantly is that you will then also move with the same group of parents. Yes. Right? Yeah. You are a parent group. You're going to see them at the birthday parties. You're going to see them at the, at the sporting event. Like you, you will know who they are, what they are, when they are. Yeah. I mean, pretty much right away. And you're going to vibe them out right away. And you're going to know who's your cup of tea and who is not your cup of tea. And at some point, your children, you're going to have to communicate that to your children. In you a cannot way. be friends with this girl. <laughs> that that yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stand her father. You cannot be friends no, with listen, that person. You listen, listen. Here's here's what you don't know is that girl will drop out of high school and uh, she will try to sell you meth at some point. So and what? No, she's great. Yeah, no, she's, listen, her listen, five. Listen, no, I I met her parents. I know where this train is going. I know where this is going. I know. I'm your dad. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's the thing you, you like. I was not ready for that part of it. I don't think the or the understand like, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, so we have preschool, and I kind of screwed that up too because I never did like the proper introduce introductions. Like, uh, hi, my name is. I am parents of the like like the other day the preschool. What was it? It was like getting out early. Something I had to pick them up early, yeah. and then. Uh, took the girls out to lunch, like on the way home. Cause they hadn't eaten and I hadn't whatever. So we're sitting in a restaurant and then one of the parents comes up and goes, Oh, I thought that was you. And I'm like, I don't know what your name is. I don't know whose parent you are. I don't, I know, I know, I know how you know me yeah. and I know I should know you. And yeah. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. The face is vague, but yeah, I could not draw a line. And then guess who's not help the twins, the twins. They're not going to know. No, they don't know. They don't pay any attention. So I'm, I'm relying on them. What's her name? Who's, who's mom? Yeah, is she? Exactly. And then, and then one of my twins very confidently goes, that's so-and-so's mom. And then the other twin goes, no, it's not. That's so-and-so's mom. And I'm like, you, and it, but here's the thing is it was probably 50, 50 that the kids would get it right. But at least I knew 
that I cannot trust my children. That's the other thing that I learned that's very valuable because had I had one child with me, they would have very confidently said, it's this person, which gives me, and now I'm I'm saying 50-50, this might be a one in 10 shot. Like they could have just made some something up, but they go, that's so-and-so's mom. The one said it with such confidence and the other one rejected it with equal confidence. The chances of me just walking up and just going, oh, we'll tell this little kid's name that I said, hi. And they're like, why would I do that? I don't know who that is. Like, so the chances of me looking like a total idiot were pretty. And then I would have to throw my kid right under the bus. I'm like, Oh, sorry. My stupid kid thought that you were so-and-so's mom. So my, and then I had to push them down and it was a whole thing. <laughs> and I'll be like, you know what the worst part is? She still can't make a bloody Mary. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I asked her to make me a Tom Collins the other day and she like, didn't even know where to start. It's a, it's a great drink though. That's Not like, that. I love a, a good Tom Collins. So this is kindergarten, first grade. Yeah. Right. Peyton's got a friend and we've met the parents. We're having, it, it was probably a birthday party. I can't remember what it was, but ultimately the parents are going to come over to the birthday party. And early on for the birthdays, the, the kids kind of just, or the parents stay at the, at the birthday party observing their children, right? Yep. Mingling with other parents. It's very common. You're, in, you're, you're figuring out names, all those fun things. On this particular friend, I had met her parents before. Um, I knew what her father did and very specifically to the degree that I knew because I had done something similar as part of my younger career in merchandising. And so I kind of knew what he was doing and we had conversations about that. And um, he, they come over for the birthday party. He's there and God, it was so embarrassing. I totally forget his name, right? I sure. forget his name. Can't remember it. And I decided to do this. I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to say, I'm going to do the thing where it's like, Hey, I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. I say that line to him. He looks at me like he, like, Typically, the, the expectation for me is that he, the, the, the individual that I'm asking this of, I don't remember your name. Sorry, right? Yeah. The next thing that I would expect is maybe an off look, but then it's followed with, oh, my name's Ben. No worries. You know, yeah. Whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no worries. I forgot your name, too. I'm Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. He looks at me, and I was like, uh-oh, I'm definitely supposed to know this. I'm de- like, I'm definitely supposed to know this. His name was my name. His name, that's, his name is Ben. His name that's, was That was going to be my guess. And and I forgot. And that's, no! so, that's so good. It's so bad. So it's, good. It, it, like the thing is, it's not even like I met him one time. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not that I, it's not that it was an important meeting either, but yeah. I, should I have the cognitive brain capability to remember that this individual's name is my name? Probably. So I met Bill Walton. Yeah. And, uh, I was working, I was working for a hotel down in Los Angeles and, uh, it's right across from, uh, from UCLA campus. Okay. So the W hotel, it's very nice. It's where Biggie got shot. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's a lovely place. He was en route to a party there in, when he got shot and died. So UCLA is having like a little gala fundraiser, like Reggie Miller's there and Walton and a bunch of other like former, uh, former UCLA basketball players all hovering around. And I needed to like hang on to. And so he's like, this is very valuable. I need you to hang on to this for me. 
And I go, I go, I go, no problem. I'll go put it in the safe. And I was a front desk (laughs) manager. And so I I got it. And he goes, and what was your name? It should be easy for you to remember. My name is Luke. And he looks at me and he goes, why on earth would that be easy for me to remember? And like at the time, Luke Walton is playing for the Lakers. And it's like, I'm like, like, how do you go? Isn't that your son's name? And so I'm just looking at Bill Walton, just going, mm-hmm. to be quite honest, I guess I don't know why that was, why would I, why, why, why on earth would I, that be easy for me to remember? The, the Bill Walton impression is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Know that. It's oh, well, the funny thing is like, and he's looking down on me from high above yeah. and just, he's, he's up oh, here. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I'm just I'm like staring up at the guy. I go, yeah, I'm I'm the asshole here. Like, okay, okay, buddy. Your son, and later on, his son Luke would go on to coach the Lakers, also. Oh yeah. So, anyways, hilarious. Uh, yeah. Names are hard. Names yeah, are names names are hard, and it's it's a stupid it's a stupid thing. But yeah, no, I, I the 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 other thing that's equally as tricky is like you you have people that you like that have kids, and you just go, oh, I don't like the way you're doing that. Oh, I don't like the way your kid your kid seems rotten because it works both ways. Like it's 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 just as and I I haven't had a ton of these, but you you run into it where you're like, oh man, I really don't like that kid at all. But the at parents all. are kind of cool. And I'm like, I don't want to make my kid. And then your kids don't like the kid. They're like, no, he's awful. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But But the guy, the the dad's a member. I like this golf club. I don't like to play. And so then where do you balance that? And then it's like, it's like the kid's really great. And the parent's awful. And you're like, wow, he's smartest kid. Like we can just suck it up and hang out with these guys. Your wife's like, oh, they're so dull. Yep. So yeah, the behind the scenes conversations of being a PTA, uh, PTA member is uh, I'm I'm sure delightful and and then you have like the over ambitious parents trying to edge their kid into everything and it's like I I don't know man but the the other thing that cracks me up is like how many teachers do you know how many people do you know that are teachers and you just go oh that's totally their fallback job like they they're only doing that because they can't do anything else and it's like you know you're like oh you hear about so and so like they were trashed this weekend you're like they teach my kids kindergarten class. It's like, ah, uh, <laughs> like the best and the brightest do not go on to teach elementary school <laughs> is an, is, is, is an exaggeration, but some, <laughs> some, some of them do most. Listen, I'm sure most, most, I'm the best. I'm sure most of the teachers, uh, that's it's their dream job. It's all they ever wanted to do, but some of the teachers, yeah, these kind of. I do believe that there's like teacher burnout too. Oh, like, for sure. Well, that, dude, that's, come that's on. A, can you imagine like you deal with two kids on a regular basis. Do you imagine multiplying that by fifteen and dealing with them every day? Ugh. Golly. And yeah. 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 And well, and then, and then they like, dude, like somebody that teaches junior high, and it's like, hey, uh, we need you to take all of our awful kids. And they're developing hormones that they don't fully understand. And just, if you could just deal with that and, and harness yeah. that. Yeah. Could you, you jump right on that? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's a terrible system that we have, but you know, it's only one we got, so we'll do what we can. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how to father's day. Uh, it was a very meandering conversation, but you know what? I mean, t- let's go back to sunshine. Ben's point, which is 
we're not doing a video on this, so you can raise your arms and your bright yellow sweatshirt all you want. Uh, here, here is to your point. If we're doing a Father's Day episode and your goal for Father's Day is to do whatever the hell you want, I think we accomplished that with this podcast. Okay. All right. We did accomplish that. Tell we people, did. tell people who you are, what you do, where to find you. I am the box dad on TikTok and Instagram. And how many uh, followers are you up to on uh, uh, your social meds? couple hundred thousand and change. I can't remember. <laughs> Not even a big deal anymore. It's, it's no big deal. It's, you know, I will say this though, uh, for, for those that are out there, I introduced a new character that oh. just yesterday. Oh boy. And all I'm going to tell you is that there's a gray wig involved and it's fun. We're going to have fun. This Becky doesn't have a voice. You don't do it. But this character will. Oh boy. This character is going to have a voice. We're, we're bri- but it's a gray wig and a male character. Because it, it matches this this flow, right? Old Ben. It's old Ben. It's Obi-Wan. All right. At the Box Dad on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. And then, yep. uh, yeah, box painting. And uh, still looking for, for franchisees. Uh, uh, one, thing that, uh, one thing that I admire about you is you've taken uh, your business. You don't work weekends. You uh, have figured out a way to keep a, uh, a great life work balance. And you're trying to create that opportunity for others. So if you want more information on that, how do they find you there? Uh, follow up with Ben at boxpainting.com is my email. Super cool. simple. We'll get you some information on the franchise de- uh, department and how we get there. So all right. happy if you want, to get information. If you want more how-to podcasts, odyssey, odyssey.com, anywhere podcasts are uh, baked and sold. Wait, available. That's the word. There you go. Uh, find those. I'm Luke Anderson. You can hear me on the Center and the Saint on 1080thefan.com or uh, on uh, my podcast on Odyssey. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful day. Happy Father's Day to everybody that hears it before then. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.